0: Log Talk
1: Radio. Let like the show begin. Damn. You all
2: Oh. This is the Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3. Check it out. The number one show focusing on HBCU News. Hey. With guests, Woo! entertainment,
0: Ladies and gentlemen.
2: surprise co-hosts.
0: in an awkward situation.
2: Now, here is your host, Ken Finesse Media. starts as the best summer ever, quickly turns into a foul play. DJ has to give up her bedroom and the most important softball tournament of her short career. Without DJ, the team isn't confident they'll be able to make it past the summer softball showdown for a shot at nationals, as it turns out. The summer wasn't a total bust, but was far more rewarding than DJ could have ever imagined. Unexpectedly, DJ makes the all-star team, combats trauma, and goes on a date gigging with Jonah Payne. A Double Play Summer by L.M. Richardson can be purchased on Amazon in print or digital formats wherever books are sold, and is also available in Kindle Unlimited. This is the Finesse Media. This is the Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3.
3: Welcome back another episode of Finesse Media Podcast Season 3. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media, and as I mentioned to you right before the break, and we talked about HBCUs, and we spotlighted our HBCU of the week, as we do all the time. But this week, I got another finesse with someone from an HBCU a product um, alumni from the same university I attended, the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. She's also an author. She's a mother. She's a sorority girl. We're going to get into all of that fun stuff. Welcome to the Finesse Media Podcast for the first time, a sponsor of Finesse media podcast season three makes the noise show some love for the author again and very professionally known miss Latanya richardson i got scared to the Latanya part because i know her as miss richardson she was also a professor on college uh at the university of arkansas at prime bluff my professor so it's an honor to have her here to be speaking with her not about schoolwork <laughs> or any of the assignments i missed back in the college days but again mrs richardson thank you so much for joining the podcast how are you I'm great, and thank you for having me. Oh, man, I'm so excited to have you on, but I'm sure you're excited because tomorrow is a big day. You're releasing, uh, I don't know, what what number is this? Because you have a ton of books, but what number book is this? Okay, this. You got to think about it, y'all. I think this will
1: be 10.
3: Book number 10. But it's definitely not the start of something new. This book is called the start of nothing. So talk to us about this book. I'm going right into it. It's coming out tomorrow uh, wherever books are sold. Tell our listeners and people watching uh, about this new book.
1: Okay, the start of nothing is about um, it's about something, but I'm moving into uh, young adult romance and uh, about a. Friends, Mandy is the heroine, and her the hero. His name is Hero, and they're they're friends. And they became they were always knew each other and became closer than friends because he's helping her, I guess, rehab after an injury. Oh, so they're working out together and working out together, and so he's always liked her. But she's just always considered him as a friend. And during this time, you know, he's a friend and he's uh, working with her. But, and that's all. And so in this story, they become a little more than friends. He's always wanted more. And she starts feeling a little something for him. It kind of pulls back because this is senior year. She's getting ready to graduate. And after her injury, you know, she's, she played basketball. But after her injury, it's like, all the, the uh, schools that are recruiting her pull back, and then no one is recruiting her, but this, you know, like a, a JUCO, and she doesn't want to go to JUCO, you know, she's a a student, you know, star basketball player, and she wants to play D1, mm-hmm. so he's helping her. Instead of helping her train with basketball, he works with her in running, so they're training for, he's going to run a full marathon, and she's going to run a walk and run the 5K. So uh, their interactions that way, you know, turn into something else. So, uh, But like I said, he has always liked her and wanted more, but she's just trying to keep him in the He's like, wait a minute,
3: wait a minute. I'm focused on sports and trying to, you know.
1: Exactly, and trying to get through and and get back to basketball. But then her heart, her head, you know, and their emotions kind of get our all wrapped up. <laughs> and, you know, that start of nothing will also move into the second book, the start of something.
3: Yeah, because I noticed this is an inevitable, inevitable uh, series book. So you're going to just tease us with this storyline and build from it. Ms. Richardson, listen, your, your book, what, The Devil Play Summer, is what we were talking about all season long. You guys know it, We heard yeah. the advertisement. Uh, you actually just heard it before we, we started this interview. Mm-hmm. But The Double Play Summer, that was a good read. And, and, and sports, and I see the similarities about sports, and of course you have kids. We'll get into it. They were involved in all sorts of sports. Were you ever involved in sports, Ms. Richardson?
1: I was the most valuable cheerleader. <laughs>
3: It's definitely a sport. It's definitely a sport. You guys are out there, and you're working out, and you're out there just as long as the athletes, you know. Sometimes at the practices and whatnot. But let's get back into it, all the way back into it. Before you picked up a pen in the pad, tell us about Mrs. Richardson, the author.
1: So, um, how far back? Well, how far back? Before I picked up a, a pen, I was always a reader first. Okay. So I, I enjoyed reading. Always, and um, I don't know if you know, but my first books were for little kids, you mm-hmm.
0: know picture books,
1: yeah, and I started with picture books. I never thought I would write anything more than a picture book, you know, a picture books between eight hundred to a thousand words, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. that seems more you know easier or a less time commitment to what mm-hmm. and I started with that because my kids were little, and we had five children, and a um, nephew lived with us sometimes, so six. As well as we were the Kool-Aid house, we always had other kids <laughs> at our house and with us. So I didn't have the luxury of sitting down and writing something longer, but and I I never really considered even until you know the past year writing writing more. So. Um. Like I just said I was a reader first, and I've always enjoyed reading. And I remember I think in sixth grade, one of our teachers, Miss Miss um, Lambert, Miss Edith Lambert, mm-hmm. used to read to us after uh, recess, and I think it was to you help know, calm, calm us down after you know recess. <laughs> and I remember some of some of those books. But one of my favorite books she read to us was um, Judy Bloom's "Are You There God? is Me, Margaret." I loved that book. And when I got, you know, started buying books for my kids, I owned that book. I bought copies of that book. And, you know, um, Beverly Clary and, you know, some other authors. But the thing is about some of the authors she read to us, they didn't look like us. Mm -hmm. I like that strong mentality or strong will kind of person. And Mm -hmm. I think my characters will always reflect a person who uh, is an overcomer Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, being put up
3: in things. Absolutely. Not only will your characters, Miss Richardson, show that and illustrate that, your kids will show that. Oh my goodness, how dare I have this interview and not talk about your amazing kids. Like they're definitely a replication of you guys. I mean yeah. Shout out to the parents. Shout out to the Bridgess. I mean, you guys raised some beautiful kids, you know, males and females. You got a bunch there. I went to school with your daughter, Jasmine Bridgess, and they played. You played. I mean, the the friendship between them. I mean, it's amazing. So, what can you tell me about you know these kids? I mean, because they all are amazing. Some have played in sports. Some been cheerleaders. And
1: all my, all of my children, all five of them, are multiple sport athletes.
3: Talk
1: about it. Well I mean, if people I would always ask, you know, what what don't they play? I They've know. Been, you know, tr- they start always all of them started out in track. Track and field because well, my oldest daughter was in baseball because we got too late. We were too late for softball and she wanted to play. So she was playing on a baseball team with with boys. And they always put her outfield and she's like, Well, why am I outfield? Because she was the fastest runner. Mm-hmm. And so um, one day I had to go pick up another one or something and I, I dropped her off and came back and they said, listen, that girl almost chased down a rabbit. And <laughs> then she could have caught <called. laughs> it. And so, and I asked her, I said, well, Jim, what are you doing? And uh, someone asked her, why didn't you catch it? She said, what was I going to do with it? So she didn't know what to do with it if she caught it. So that next summer she started running track. We got her in a track program. Um, we live in Pine Bluff and the track program was in Little Rock. So mm-hmm. then uh, summer after that, my son started running. And then the other three came along. They were running as early as four years old. They Wow. Easy. They were just running. They let the little kids out there. So they all started, you know, running track. And I think for especially my youngest one and Jasmine, which uh, Jasmine's the oldest, they um, I think they enjoyed track the most. Well, they all did. And have helped in uh, building character
0: mm-hmm.
1: as well as helping them to realize you know that everything isn't you know given to them always you have to work for it and then even after that there's always going to be a winner and, and a loser and sometimes you're not the winner mm-hmm. you know you will be the loser sometimes and then you have to you know, pivot and move on. And after you lose that or you win it, you have to put that in a box and move on to the next. Nice so, and so I so think it has really helps to build character and team building that you know you wouldn't get any other place other than you know with organized sports. yeah, way. you
3: must you you must feel grateful. You must feel love. You must feel like ha, job well done. I mean, because you're adult kids, and you uh, you. Um, you know, publish young adult author books, but you have grown kids, man, who's really finessing the game. And shout out to your your daughter, who, when you say building character, she's continuing to build her own business and stand as an entrepreneur. Beautyblendsbyjasmine.com, check her out. Beautyblendsbyjasmine.com, please check her out and all of her products because Miss Richardson, she's doing the exact same thing that you're doing, and doing it with so much class and grace. I, I love her Instagram because she doesn't expose clothes, and she did something that had scared me on that challenge one time. I'm like, no, Jason, Mrs. Duhon, please don't. And it was a switch up and it was so classy and it was still aligned, aligned, aligned with her brand. So yeah. shout out to you, Jason man. You're definitely finessing the game and I'll see you next season. But that's what I'm saying, Ms. Richardson. You are uh, the birth mother of people that's finessing the game and that's why I wanted to have you on because you're definitely the person for me that's finessing the game. But who for you, Ms. Richardson? I ask each Finesse that joins the podcast. Who's for you personally or professionally? That's finesse in the game. Mm, There's
1: so many people. Oh! <laughs> when I came up with this question, I allow
3: you to ponder for a couple seconds. And okay. then when I came up with this question, I thought that's super cheesy. People will holler out names, but no, everybody kind of stumbled away. There's a lot of people. And that's really uh-huh. good because that, in some way, helped you become the finesse that you are. So you got the person. So there,
1: is, there is one. All right. And there's a young lady. She's young enough to be my daughter. She's young Actually, the younger than Jess. Her name is Mercy B. Carruthers.
3: Wait, say it again for our listeners. Her name
1: is Mercy B. Carruthers. Okay. Now, she is 30 years old and has written I think more than 100 books maybe wow. close to 200 or something like that she is killing it she's killing it I mean and she does more than just write books she has uh, another um, business you know it's someone so being young and me following in her footprint and before i met her i used to stalk her on instagram <laughs> <laughs> no it's okay look we all have done it we got <laughs> yeah. some people know uh-huh. yeah so uh she's i love that how how she is like i told you i like kick butt characters when i'm you know reading stuff or movies and things and i like people who are kick butt you know do things and you know and killing the game and who else And this may sound sound cheesy. But my kids There you go. My kids I mean, I tell especially my middle daughter, right now she's in law school, her second year of law school and has recorded two songs. Where she is the I guess the producer. She's written and produced these songs. This girl is killing. I don't know how she finds time to do all the things, but she does. I
0: want you. I want you.
1: because we're talking about her phone. No, <laughs> Broken. love it. And her name is Asia, A-J-I-A, Broken, and her recent one is um, All I Want. Now, that's, the kids say it's a box.
3: The kids it's say it's a box. We're going to get that up here, and we'll get it rolling so people can listen to it. And, um and she too, you know, I would love to have her on all your kids. Again, like I said, you have a whole tribe of kids who's finessing the game. How selfish of you. I mean everybody <laughs> right here is trying to figure out how can they raise one. I got three. I'm hoping that they become such finessers like your like your family, Miss Richardson. And, and that's usually kind of my wrap-up question, but I think in, in the honor of our great university, the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, the flagship of the Delta, your kids who also share the flagship. But what did you enjoy most, Miss Richardson, about attending UAPB?
1: It has to be the camaraderie. There is nothing like HBCU love. Nothing from, I'm still friends with people that I went to school with, uh, that we stayed in the dorms together. Um, and then when you see someone and you haven't seen them in a while, it's like, you remember that time, you know, <laughs> There is nothing like HBCU love, and um, and we help each other still. If someone called me, they, they know of a student that's interested in coming to UAPB, um, then someone else called me about someone that they know who is interested in writing a book. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have known them other than, you know, the connection of UAPB, or even if you haven't talked to this person in a while, it is nothing like, you know, HBCU love. And you might not be the best of friends and talk to them all the time, but that connection you have, because you went to UAPD or even another HBCU, you know, if someone finds out that, you know, from HBCU, it's yep. just different. And homecoming uh-huh. and van and all of that good stuff, it's <laughs> nothing like it. And you can't tell me there's anything else like it.
3: Nope. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like an HBCU. I'm dying over here with the pandemic. Uh, not literally, but I'm just saying, I'm missing homecoming. I'm missing that we're not having that, you know, that, that friendship or that connection where that community happens. I, and there's roundups. Shout out to yeah. Delta Eta chapter, the Delta Sigma Theta sorority Incorporated. Miss Richardson is a member of Delta Sigma Theta. So, listen, when we turn up, we turn up for homecoming. So, I'm missing that, yeah. that roundup piece, too. So shout out to the Brother Five Betty Sigma and
1: man. Uh, someone on campus took a picture of a band member and said the band's been meeting, you know, on the um at the quadrangle, you know, okay. on the yard every day at four thirty and he said this young lady shows up at four o'clock to practice by herself before everyone comes but I miss coming out of the building and mm-hmm. the you know band members are on the stairs in the hall, you know, in the quadrangle, you know, I missed it and I never thought
3: about it until now. I really missed it. Yeah. Yeah. The things we just took for granted or maybe not. It's just kind of one of those things where it's like I didn't think it would just ever happen where we would not have a homecoming. But yeah. the good thing is that our football team is doing fantastically well. So shout out yeah. to PP right now. We're two and oh. we're gonna push it to three and zero. Uh we had some situations with Gramlin a couple weeks ago, but this it wasn't Gramlin. What did we play and we couldn't finish the game? That was no, it was not no, Grambling. Alabama, 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 yeah, Alabama State. So it's okay. We're doing good. Shout out to the Golden Lions, and uh, we're going to take it all the way to the Swag Championship, yeah. and we're going to follow them, and we're going to keep supporting them. And how will people continue to support and follow Miss Richardson to make sure you get this book, make sure you get a copy of this book, man. It's out right now. Ms. Richardson, let people know how they can keep up with you, how they can support and follow, and, again, get the rest of your books because this is just book number nine, just number nine, or yes. number ten. I can't.
1: Look, I, I have a picture on the wall. I'm trying to remember. So, but, um, you, um, com, my website, that's l-a-r-i-c-h-m-e-b-i-a dot com. Um, I have a, a couple of Instagrams. So it's L period M period Richardson. Then another Instagram, uh, Media. Um, on Instagram, then I'm at The Rich Media on Facebook, as well as Ellen Richardson.
3: So. That's how y'all can keep up with her, man. Make sure you support all the things that she's doing, Mitch Richardson. Again, it's been a pleasure, it's been an honor to have you on this podcast, and I look to have you back in season four and to continue to support your brand, to support all the things that you're going to be doing uh, for young adult authors. And that was one of the two questions, sorry. Quick recap, because there are a lot of people, as you mentioned, that will reach out to you and say, hey, how can I start? How can I do it? Real quick, you don't have to give a long spiel, but what quick advice or tips would you give someone that's looking to start and to become a published author, Ms. Richardson? First, just get started
1: writing and read what you want to write. If you want to write pictures, book, picture books, read picture books. If you want to write romance, read romance because you can't just start writing something that you've never, you don't even know you know, anything about. So I would say read as well as just get started writing. Um, so often people say, well, I want to write something, but I don't know what to write or what to do. Just stop, start, you know, writing. You don't have to copy someone else. And I hear people say all the time, keep your eyes on your own paper. So write your style, what is in your heart, and write that and then do research on how to get it out there. When I started, initially started writing picture books years ago, I had no idea what I was doing, but there was not as much information out there as there is now. There's no reason to not, you know, be able to write a good book. There's groups out there. Find the group. Find a Facebook group is a good place to start. So find Mm a group, a good mentor, read what you want to write, and write.
3: That's what's up. Well, you heard it here from the author, Mrs. Richardson, man. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, the Finesse Media Podcast Season 3. You're absolutely welcome. I'll see you in Season 4. And you've been listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast Season 3. I'm your host, Ken Finesse Media, and I'll see you next week with something brand new. Peace.
1: Hi, I'm L.M. Richardson, and today is my release day for The Start of Nothing. You can get it on Amazon and wherever books are sold.
2: This has been another edition of the Finesse Media Podcast. Join us again next week for the latest news from HBCU. special guest.